systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. There could have been, if we were doing a video cast of this podcast, like every fucking podcast does, and then they... Except us. And then they, because they have staffs, all right? No, they're, they're not setting up cameras. They're not editing footage. They're not uploading. They they're have, not doing all that. They've got someone to do that, all right? Joe Rogan or whoever the fuck has someone to do that. We're just two assholes. But if we did have a video feed, and th- this was all eloquently uploaded in clips every week on YouTube, you'd never see a, t- a tale of two fashionistas in the same weather. Because I shit you not, I'm sitting here in like... My hippie shorts, and that's it, of course. And my wife is, like, layered up, covered head to toe. I'm, I mean, I'm talking leggings. Is that a long sleeve or so, a short sleeve shirt underneath? It's a, it's a tank top. Tank top underneath, yes. and then you have... I have the yoga jacket the over it. Yoga, I mean, but, but she is, like, I mean, she's all done up and... Well, so it was weird this morning because it was super humid because it rained last night. It did rain last night. That was weird. Yeah, which is super late in the season here. So it rained, and it was really gross this morning. I went grocery shopping, and I was just dripping. Like, it was that hot. So when I got home, I went and swam laps in the pool. And then I was cold, so I decided to layer up. And now, as I kind of acclimate uh, again, I'm starting to get warm. So I will probably derobe. It's 88 degrees currently where we are in Oro Valley, Arizona, looking to reach a high of 90. And I say that just because I had... um, had a buddy from Chicago in over the weekend, and um, he was first time in Arizona, right? And for anyone, especially Midwesterners, like there's a lore of Arizona yeah. and how hot it is, right? Like, I mean, my dad gave me the same speech when I said I was moving to Arizona and he's in Iowa. He's like, oh, I heard your gym shoes melt to the pavement. They don't melt to the pavement. Um, but so he was very concerned about, you know, or not concerned, but interested about the weather and especially him coming here in September. What's it going to be like? And he was caught aback by some of the people, and these are the lifelong Arizonans, who don't abide by the shorts, hot, pants, and sweatshirts, cold phenomenon. Well, no, because he went with you to pick up our son from school. And he expected to see a bunch of kids yeah. in shorts and their their, their their polo shirts that they have to wear, but basically dressing for the weather. Yeah. And instead, what he saw was... A plethora of young folks. Remember, sometimes when you're young, you dress a little bit for fashion more than you do for anything else. This is else. a middle school and a high school. But they're all coming out with like hoodies yeah. and jeans on. They all had hoodies on this morning when and I dropped them off. And he was losing his fucking mind. He wanted to. He said, if I wouldn't get the police called on us, I'd take a bunch of pictures <laughs> and send them to his kids because his kids just graduated high school. Yeah. And they in grew Chicago. up in Chicago. So to them, that weather is like snow weather. And... He just wanted to take pictures and be like, look at it. It's it's blue skies, sunshine, 90 degrees, kids are rocking hoodies. I had to kind of explain to him because I never understood it either. And I remember the first time I noticed it was when we were watching the show Six Feet Under on HBO mm-hmm. um, because it takes place in L.A. And a lot of the characters for a lot of the episodes wear pants, 
sweaters. Southern even. California, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, but isn't it too warm for that? Like, isn't it too warm for a, yeah. a sweater? But then now that I've moved here, I've realized that, A, people will get really sick of shorts and tank tops really fast. Yeah. B, not everybody feels comfortable showing that kind of skin, even though I think we're in a wonderful age of time where people don't give a shit what you look like. Yeah. Like, dress for the weather. Nobody cares what you look like. Um, but also, you want to keep the sun off you. See, yeah, that's... Which is a huge part of wearing long sleeves and pants here. Even, which, if, even if it's hot, you keep the sun off you. That's what I was trying to explain to my buddy, where I said... And, and and don't get me wrong, there is a certain just I want to change clothes. Uh, my tattoo guy, who's a yep. lifelong to you know Arizonan, has said that where yeah. he's just like, well, it's nice to like you know be able to wear a hoodie, yeah. just to change things up. Even if you're a little warm in it, yeah. you know it does it does get boring wearing shorts all year. Yeah, but I mean, you're you're learning that also a lot of the uh, long sleeves and all that. Listen, bro, you're in a place where there's 360 days of sun a year. And uh, unfortunately, as much as we all love it, and I do, and it helps our mental health and everything else, it can give you fucking cancer. Yeah. All right. So folks are also wear long sleeves and they wear everything else really to protect their skin. Well, yeah, your your buddy asked me that because we went for a like a very short hike. He wanted to go to the state park that's by our house. Yeah. And I wore a long sleeve shirt and shorts and he goes, you're going to cook. And I'm like, and I'm going to keep the sun off my arms, too. I have enough right. freckles for both of us. Like, I no, no, thank you. It's just funny as we're sitting here, and I, I just literally look at it like, I mean, I, I know. if you were to look at us, you would think I'm in a tropical climate, and you would think AJ's in the Midwest. Well, I am wearing sandals and a tank top under this, so it's kind True. of like, it's, it's, this, is, this is more of a but, house But, like, outfit. I used to rock sandals, like, till the snow was out, well, so yeah. I don't feel like sandals are, but I feel like the pants, you, the yoga pants, with a shirt, with a layered jacket on top of it, like, to me, screams like, oh, it's like 70 degrees and crispy. Well, yeah. And I'm sitting here like it's fucking, you know, the middle of August in uh, Iowa or something. I just, uh, I don't feel, I wore a summer dress yesterday, and I feel like switching up the seasons today. It's funny, though, because we're going to... Iowa in a little under two weeks to visit. Yeah, the Pat's, first the first week of uh, yeah, October to visit Pat's uh, dad and uh, stepmom. Is it okay if I call her that? It's just easier. I mean, that's his current wife, so I so guess. I, guess it's just technically, I mean, it's kind of weird because I was like, she was never your really your stepmom. I was like eighteen years old when they got married, but yeah, sure. So going to see dad and my stepmom. <laughs> Let me call her that when we get there. She'll fucking lose her mind. <laughs> well, your real mom's dead. She'll okay, laugh. So. <laughs> She'd fall out of her fucking chair if I walked in and said, hey, stepmom. <laughs> um, we're going to see them. And I had to message Pat's sister. I was like, hey, what's the weather like in the first week of October in Iowa? I'm like, yeah. that's a dicey time. And, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, it will be a no-brainer. It will be pants and maybe a light jacket yeah. and something you can take off. You got no idea now. And she's like, well, it can go one of two ways. Mm -hmm. It can be shitty or it can be hot. And I looked at the ex extended forecast because we're close enough today now to see what it'll be like. Because you're within there. two weeks, yeah. Um, today, it is 70 and just pouring there. Yeah. And by the time we get there, it will be 96 degrees. Yeah, that was like when I showed up... Uh, in in May, right? Because no, I June. was it June or May? I don't know. One of those two. It was it was either late May or early June. It was June. June. Yeah. But I had to run out there right real fast to go uh, see my dad. He had a stroke. Thought he was going to die and all that. And it was again. I'm living out here in Arizona where it's just the same fucking temperature all the time. Uh, except it goes up and down by ten degrees. So uh, when I was heading out there, I was like, oh man, they're probably in there. There, it's still spring, and yeah. I know what that's like. It's a slow crawl out of spring, and holy fuck, I showed up to Iowa, and that when I, that's when summer showed up. It, it was, was like, like a million degrees. There was humidity. There was cheese. See, that's the cheese. 
cheese in the air. The air is cheese. I, that's cheese. what I always say to people down here. They're like, what's it like in the Midwest? I'm like, the air is cheese. Cheese Can you imagine how hot it's going to be with the humidity? The temperature there is going to be 96. I'm curious to I'm see what it's going to be death. like. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. We'll be back, right? Jeez. Well, welcome on. It's the 157th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. We appreciate you being with us here today. We apologize for not being consistent. We are we? currently... We had a couple weeks off, didn't we? Yeah, Two well, weeks. we're just... It's a vacation. We've been doing this fucking show like uh, every week for uh, 20 years. I know. You know. Well, but we are just retooling when we record because of the schedule yeah. we had before barely worked and all of a sudden it's just not working at all so we're going to kind of retool when we record so so um get back on a schedule yeah here. thanks thanks for being here i usually i'm not gonna lie i usually hear a lot of um i guess we'll just use the term even though it has a little bit of a political connotation it's kind of like when we used to use the term tea party for having sex. Yeah, before the tea party, before the tea was party even movement. formed, we used Remember that? To, we we wanted to talk on the air about, you know, adults having sex, but of course you can't say you that. Can't say sex because then parents and grandparents freak out. turn off the radio. So, we came up with the term having a tea party. Yeah. That was the first, yeah, the first time we ever talked about sex openly as a morning show. 2008. I'm talking George Bush still in office. Yeah, two, this two, is before 2008. Obama. So, we started using the term tea party, and then sure enough, two years later... The tea party was an actual like, political you know, movement. Your fucking uncle dresses up like George Washington. So stupid. And they're all the tea party, and now if we say, oh, you're having a tea party on the air, yeah. people think we're Rush Limbaugh Remember and we're we, talking politics. We we're like, to, no, we're talking about fucking! We had to change it to wrapping presents. Was that or bacon brownies? No. <laughs> no, it was folding laundry. Folding laundry. It was folding laundry. We oh, got no, down to folding laundry. It was laundry. folding laundry, and then a listener called in and said, we call it wrapping presents. Ra- oh, that's right. So we kind of jumped between the two. It was never it was baking ne- brownies. Bacon brownies. I feel like that is something way different than yeah. what you're thinking. She's doing. Bacon brownies. Um, that's a different kind of sex. <laughs> right? But normally, and using a charged word here, right? I got to tell you, man, I hear about... <laughs> She's literally getting up right now. She just took off her jacket and she turned up the fan. What's wrong? Are you hot now? Listen, I'm I'm acclimating. So fucking funny. We've been here just barely a year trying to figure out my life here. Now now we do need a video feed of this thing. You'll see AJ different (laughs) uh, forms of undress as she does the show. Uh, No, you know, I I mean, I'm amazed at um, how... I received my fake news, and that's the charge word that I'm talking about, fake news. You say fake news, and it's got to, you know, it's, it's tied back to Trump, but for better or for worse, the guy coined a term yeah. that is going to be in the fucking dictionary. It worked, it's yeah, just it gonna worked be, for him. There's one it thing he's, one good thing he's good at is branding, right? So the term fake news, I got to tell you, you know, normally I don't have time to, to, to take in anything in life besides kind of like work and my family. Yeah. So I get this shit second, third hand. And I hear some fucking crazy ones. Don't get me wrong. There's I, some batshit stuff out there. I hear some fucking kookball ones out there, and people are convinced they're real. Um, everything up to and including the current president sending out crack pipes to crack addicts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my we can, God. We, can, we can't even get the government to give us health care. And these fucking people think we're sending out crack pipes. I was at Walgreens. By the way, by the way, tell me where your local crackhead lives and if they have a mailable address. Exactly. 
Jesus. I was at the uh, I was at Walgreens the other day, and they had a sign up that said "Government masks are not available yet." And out the loud, fucker, government masks. Well, but out loud, without even thinking first, I said, "Wasn't the pan? Isn't the pandemic over?" What the like, fuck? We listen. We can't get the government to do anything. Jeez. So you know, yeah, I hear about shit like that. I I, I had someone else in, come across me that uh, was uh, convinced that apparently Trump had uh, announced his reelection campaign on the Fourth of July. You know, didn't fucking happen. Did the guy have a speech? Did he stump for some candidates? Sure, but did he announce anything? No. But of course, this to this person, that is real. And of course, I look at it as fake news. But with all those, it's nice to have one or two that doesn't involve politics because uh, they 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 used to be just about things like Haunchyville. Um, Haunchyville, oh my we, god! We used to be able to talk about, you know, there is a Google Haunchyville, Haunchyville. Wisconsinites. If you don't know about it, shame on you. <laughs> they if do. you're from Wisconsin, Mich- Michiganders, and everyone else should Google it. But Google like, Haunchyville, Wisconsin. Is there a town where there's nothing but little people and they chase you out if you come? I mean, that's real shit. That was the fake news that I actually used to kind of like. And I like getting back to that kind of fake news. And I'm glad that I could today because I, I got some fake news that isn't tied in to any uh, current or past uh, uh, president. Instead, it's tied into apparently litter boxes in schools. That's right, folks. Well, now we have to. It does have a political connotation to it. But it, I'm it, sure it, it does because, because fucking control. everything does because Dunkin Donuts has a political fucking affiliation these days. So, I can't talk about anything with everyone having a fucking opinion about it. So here's what's happened is that our son, who actually does want to come on the podcast and talk about it. We told him to wait till he has yeah. his suit. Um, he has decided that he wants to dress up as a furry. Yeah, he's kind of like he reads a lot of uh, like anime. Uh, ba- um, what are they? God, there's a word I for it. Word. I don't get this. It's yet. basically it's called B Stars, and it's on. Well, Netflix. well, that's the name of a show. Yeah, so that'd that's be like what the Office. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's basically you know it's- animals as humans, and it's it's a teenage melodrama. Yeah. Except instead of it being Zach. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Screech at Saved by the Bell. It's, it's uh, Zach the Wolf and, and Screech the Owl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So he's in all that. And, and he reads a lot of this stuff. He watches it on TV. And he's always been really into dressing up in costumes since he was little. Like, that yeah. is something he loves doing. So this kid uh, has kind of been honest about how he wants to buy, like, a suit. Right. He has furry a, suit, a, yeah. a furry suit. He has a character and all this. And okay, we work with them. You're into something, right? The kids into fucking nothing. So I'm like, you're into something. I'm yeah. going to encourage this this, uh, this thing. Now I don't think I have to go too far, or maybe I fucking do. I don't know. Um, We're learning too. I know. I feel like most people's perception of furries probably goes back to when the Daily Show and other kind of you know shows of the of the such started getting a hold of. Um, I don't know if they're conventions, outings, whatever it is, but basically there's a romantic, sexual, dating nature to the furry thing. There can be. There, there can be. Like, there's people that dress up and you know they 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 have characters, right? Yes. And here's my character. My character is whatever Joe the Jungle Lion. And they draw like fan art. With yeah, their and you're like, and, and, and you'll you'll dress up as Joe the Jungle Lion, and you'll go to a fucking Comic Con as Joe the Jungle Lion. No big deal. Now there's a subset of that where all the uh, people who dress up like this get together for a ball, and then the point is, you know, you hook up. It's like a singles bar, right? Yeah. And listen, I'm just saying, before you start fucking rolling your eyes. I want you to think about the costume you put on before you go out to meet someone. That's true, yeah. I'm not even going to start with ladies, right? That's too easy. Hey, guys, tell me about that beard on your face. Is that a mask? 
Or is that who you are? People are into weird shit. And yeah. Everybody has their but, own thing. But I'm just saying, we present our, ourselves a certain way to other yeah. people because it makes us feel more comfortable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Women women with all your fucking makeup and heels and fake hair and, yeah. and, 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 and all that shit. It's because it's not for the fucking men. No, it, it makes you feel better about it makes yourself. makes you feel better. So, um, in a way, I feel like, okay, here's some folks that, that want to commiserate with other folks and they, they want to kind of almost play a character. Fine, cool, no big deal. I don't deal. see this as any different than like a swingers party or a fetish, any of that. Uh, see, but I don't even know if it's that far. See, I don't know if it's a thing where we throw, and again, this is a subsect of the community, right? But I don't know if, it, if it's a thing where like we just throw a singles party, right? Like, hey, at the end of Comic-Con, there's going to be a furry singles party. With the intention of maybe meeting someone, and hooking up, yeah. Versus like, a, like I've also been invited to. Long story, actual swingers parties yeah. where it's like, hey, show up and we're all gonna fuck. Yeah, like that's the actual intention. So I don't know what the intentions are with these things, but regardless, as our son wades into this world and starts telling us about a character that that he's kind of developing and how he wants to get a suit for it and all this shit, AJ, because she's a just a brilliant, lovely mother. Stop it. Has researched this stuff. She's gone online. Well, yeah, I want to understand it. If he's into it, I want yeah. to understand it. My, I was into yeah. a lot of shit as a kid that my parents didn't give a fly and fuck about, and I, I was very, um, I was very mad at them for that for yeah. not even pretending to give a shit. So if he wants to get into this, I want to support him and learn about it. So you've been doing all this, you know, research. She's on message boards. She's talking to people, and it does sound like the sexual aspect of it. Is a subsect of the furry community. The majority of furries, and this is all I need a confirmation on. The majority of furries are just people who like to dress up as their own character. Yeah, and it's like all the Comic Con people. You like yes. to dress up as somebody. You show up, and people like taking pictures. And you're not going to dress up like this so, to go to the grocery store. So, you're going to grow. You know. Listen. So that's the sexual thing is a total subsect. It's not the majority. So listen, AJ is a great person. She's gone online. She's talking to people in forums and all types of shit because um, she's a great, open-hearted person. I shit you not. <laughs> Today, she lays this on me, right? Here's our fake news. AJ uh, apparently revealed this to a group of friends, right? Talking about our kids. Yeah. Hey, your kid's in the baseball. That's what my kids Yeah, kids into. are getting older, so they're into new things, so we're all talking about it. She had friends of hers lose their minds because, of course, they've been fed some fake news. And fake news is there to enrage you and probably get you to click on something. The fake news they were upset about is that apparently a local... School is um, setting up litter boxes. I know, right? Just let this all fucking permeate. All right? And then let me remind you, the people saying this to us are college-educated women who are mothers. <laughs> They're raising humans. Jesus Christ. But there's apparently, according to these friends, a litter box in a high school in Wisconsin because... The school wants to be inclusive inclusive enough to those who identify as furries and may want to use a litter box as a bathroom. Now, if you are rolling your eyes. Oh, it gets better, by the way. They also said um, they're allowed to yeah. speak in class in meows, meows and barks. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, And whatever other noise yeah. their furry character Feel makes. So, this is where, uh, it says, again, this is gospel, right? That two of AJ's friends quoted to her. As to great concern over this fandom that our son has gotten into. And as I told you guys, I don't consume a lot of any current events. I get this shit all from my clients and my wife because I'm busy all fucking day. 
But it's funny because that's the way it filters to me. And then I get to look at it through a few different filters and go, what the fuck? Here's the weird part about this. One, do either of your friends who quoted this school as having all these accommodations for furries. For furries. Do they have kids that attend these schools? No. Yeah, of course. Of course not. This is like... My stepmom. Can I use your name? Stepmom. My my stepmom. My dad's wife. My dad's wife was fucking convinced that drag queens were like coming to the kindergartners in her little small <laughs> Iowa town. And I said, one, do you have any kids in school? No. no. You ever seen a drag queen in where the fuck you live, Iowa? No. What the fuck are you so upset about? People can get ginned up easy. And I felt like who they... They found the target like yeah. this. This stuff fucking permeates because they both knew about it. And they're they both did. I mean, without getting too deep into it, they're both of the same political ideation yeah. and stuff. So this is it's weird that in their world, this stuff is like front page daily news. Well, and when I left dinner with them, I was trying to figure out. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> so you're sitting there talking about your son's new thing. Hey, it's what he's into, blah, blah, blah. And they're like. That's great. Does he shit in a box? Exactly. Because you know at the high school, they're letting kids bark at teachers and I, shit in boxes. You're like, what? What's I, happening? I'm driving back to the hotel. I'm like, where the hell did they come up with this? Yeah. And then I realized. If it was a Catholic school, I'd buy it, right? See, private <laughs> school, you have no fucking rules. Public school, not a chance. I realized a lot of it goes back to, like, the trans community and what people oh, identify that's a, as. Yeah. I mean, obviously, without saying too, you know, getting too much into it, these two friends are, are conservative yeah. friends. They That's, that's their Trump thing. supporters, yeah. And, you know, it's really true. And and this goes for both. Yeah, support whoever you want. Yeah. I don't care. But, like. This goes for both sides. It's just wacky. <laughs> yeah, this goes for both sides. But both sides have kind of these firebrand topics, right? And we've seen them through the years, right? They all, they they come and they go. And I they, will fully admit, by the way, and I yeah. was reminded of this this morning, that I that? fell into that trap when Trump was president. Which one? About which one? Uh, it was the into? Melania Standin conspiracy theory. Oh, Jesus Christ. You were on that? This for, is also for, the woman that doesn't think Beyonce gave birth to, <laughs> to twins. I was, and somebody posted. You thought Melania had a stand-in? It was this big thing. I was I was totally convinced for like two days. And I think it was like the middle of winter in Michigan and oh, I was bored fuck. of shit. But no, I'm, I'm admitting that I fell you into know. that trap for a yeah. couple of days. But so I will say, it, there's, I get it. there's certain issues that are just good fire brand starters. They kind of keep that fire stoked. And for conservatives, you're right. The trans thing, the bathroom thing the the school thing even for people who don't have kids in school like my stepmother yeah. right who's fucking she was very concerned who's never had kids in school by the she way she never kids. gave birth to a child right but it's like you're right certain sides have these hot button issues hot button yeah. issues and i don't know why this one the furry i mean how did it evolve from like i don't know trans because kids you know it's, what they what yes. they identify as to Furries yeah. shitting in litter boxes is and that math the whole, class. Like, they, I don't get it. Are they trying to argue the whole slippery slope thing? Yes. And it's I'm like sure gay marriage, and the next thing yeah, you're going to be uh, marrying a, a donkey. Get yeah. The fuck out and of that's here. why I, I, it didn't like click until I got to the hotel and I got that's to the crazy. parking lot. And I was like, oh shit, this is all about identifying as whatever you identify as. That's where that goes, that's, goes back to. That's where they don't like that because like, you're supposed to be either man, woman. Yeah. Right? And which is really weird because if we live in the land of the free, right? If we really are supposed to be this freedom, liberty-loving country, be whatever the fuck you want. 
I don't care if you want to be a squirrel. Be a goddamn squirrel. But it is weird how, you know, people now have uh, coined in, you know, this and that. And then if you tell them it's a binary choice, they get mad at you because you use the word binary. I, yes. No, so, it's, <laughs> it's okay as long as you use certain language. You have just, to use the right language. It's just wild to me because you're right. It is probably a de-evolution of That's some, is, some yeah. kind of trans argument. And now you have two people, like who I said, these are college-educated women and college-educated because their check's cleared, but they're college-educated, they're mothers. They're, they work full-time. They, they work, they pay taxes, all that, and they are convinced. That my kid's going to use a litter box in fucking English class, yeah. There you go. That's, can you imagine, that's crazy. Can you imagine if any high school in this country allowed kids to come in dressed as animals oh, and God. bark at their teachers? Like, Jesus I'm Christ. all for being whoever you want, but yeah. that's fucking stupid it's, and it'll but, never happen i know but like that's the funny part is that you can say it will never happen and then someone else goes well it's a slippery slope no it's, it's not it's a slippery slope before people no, start meowing at their teachers dude i was talking to our kid about it and i was like you don't like plan on wearing this to school do you he goes mom come on come on I mean, he's like, like, he's like, are you out of your fucking mind? And no. like, again, like I'm trying to learn this. I want to understand what you're into. I don't want to brush it off because I don't. I mean, I'm I, not was, I was going to say two points and a half because I've been, you know, my, it's like anything else. You have a kid, they get into stuff for a long, for like yeah. six months and they're out of it. So, you know, I listen to my son and his fandoms kind of cycle through the, this one's kind of been a, a little bit different for me because um, like, I don't know, like how far he wants to take it. Like exactly. there's one thing behind reading some, some books and watching some shows and, you know, then saying, I want to, uh, write a, write a character and I want to get this, uh, outfit that uh, compliments this character. And then I want to wear this outfit out to like comic cons yeah. and interact with, with other people. So I've been kind of like, how far are you going to take this? Or are you going to be out of this in like Three months. So the way I kind of look at it, it's, and it is, it's very much like a Comic-Con. The difference is though, like when people go to Comic-Con, I mean, no, that's not true. They they call, they say they cosplay. Yeah. I would say Comic-Con is full of that it's, shit. It's all cosplay. They yeah. say I, when somebody says I cosplay, yeah, well, how is it. that different than somebody saying I'm a furry? Yeah, it's not. Like, I kind of understand where it's like, but yeah. like he's not going to wear this thing. anywhere except for like events, Halloween. Yeah. You should tell your friends it's the same kind of comfort that they get when they go to those MAGA rallies, right? You can go there, you can dress up, you can wear your fuck, you yeah, know. look at all these like-minded fuck, people. Yeah, you can wear like your fuck, uh, fuck Biden shirts and you can sit there and talk in tongues and go like, lock them up or all that shit. Like it's the same fucking thing. You just want to belong, right? Yeah. You're, you're just hanging out with people uh, who, uh, you know, don't don't look at you fucking crazy. Yeah, and I, I have no problem with him getting into this as long as it's not the sexual subject. It's just so weird. It was just, talk about things I did not expect to hear come out of my wife's fucking mouth today. Especially the, the high Hey, school. did you know that two of my friends think there's a high school in Wisconsin that allows kids to shit in a box? The high school they Otherwise, they're going to get sued by the ACLU. The high school they referenced, again, neither of them have kids, not even in that yeah. district. They don't even have kids in that district. This is like such a random, like, throw a dart at the wall. I'm <laughs> right. like, why that high school? Like, where? Right. This poor high school's like that. Uh, AJ told me about this. Uh, there's this poor uh, butterfly sanctuary in Texas. Oh, oh my that God. That all, uh, all the crazies out there uh, thought was, you know, like a. Used a, for child sex. A Pizzagate. Yeah. You know, drinking the fucking uh, chromosomes oh. of. Can we say Kids, that again, by the babies. way? A butterfly yeah, sanctuary? Yeah, butterfly sanctuary. And this butterfly sanctuary ends up shutting its doors because crazies, like like the QAnon folks and stuff, keep showing up with fucking AR-15s trying to free uh, children. children, yeah. So I feel like this poor school... If if because I know your two friends that make this up, right? They got it from someone else and, and, and everyone's taking it as gospel. Do you think this fucking school doesn't deal with, like, you know, 
Joe the Jerkoff, who doesn't have a kid in that district and who probably drove from Green Bay, showing up in his fatigues going, I'm here to make sure that we ain't making kids take a dookie in a litter box. You like, are a person, not a rat. Not an animal. You are not an animal. You tell me that school doesn't deal with that kind of shit. It, like, if this is out there, you tell me they don't deal with harassment. Well, that's the danger of these oh, conspiracy theories, what? especially when you pinpoint a specific business or person. Specific, because right? Because you can't, again, that's why I wish these people who peddle this bullshit would take some responsibility for what happens to the people right. that they are targeting. Because you can talk all the bullshit in the world and you may not do anything, but somebody Someone else, else will. will. Yeah. And if that, per- I mean, this, the butterfly sanctuary thing pissed me off so hard just because I love nature. And I'm like, these people yeah. are trying, which butterflies is, it, are almost endangered I was, at this point. I was going to say, these people need to care more about the butterflies than these uh, kids that are being trafficked through Pizza Hut, apparently. Like, I, I watched. Care a- more about saving the butterflies, guys. I watched a video of the We prote- have enough kids. We don't have enough butterflies. I watched a video of the people out, the protesters outside the butterfly sanctuary screaming that there are children being sex trafficked. Jesus. I mean, the, the sanctuary had to shut down that's crazy they're like and they're like broke they're like we don't have any money because we had to shut down we can't let people in because of this bullshit yeah and i'm just like and same like you said with that school like i guarantee you they tell got me phone they calls. don't yeah they don't take phone calls tweets people showing up with like their uh uh, uh camcorder trying to camcorder i sound old but people showing up the trying phone to video, try, yeah, yeah. trying to make videos of i'm here to find the box the litter box and there's probably some poor fucking security guard who's in charge of yeah. keeping all these people off the school campus and and then they're yelling at him about First Amendment rights and tyranny. Holy balls. It, it was out there. And I was honestly, I was a little irritated. How'd just you because- handle that? Because I don't have like, don't get me wrong. I got some kooky fucking friends. But I don't, I don't have any that I think buy into like super wacky stuff like that. So I don't have to like fake a reaction to them when they look at me and say something like, hey, Bigfoot swung through my house last night. I played along with it, but I also said, where did you hear that? Did you do the whole, like, no way? Yeah, I was like, what? Because I think they thought, because I haven't lived in Wisconsin for over a decade. Yeah, like you would buy it. That I'd be like, oh, yeah, because I think we, the conversation started with, wow, things are so different around here. Like, I, I asked them where we should go for dinner, and I named off, like, three restaurants. They're like, they, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, they're all closed. So we went from that to talking about our kids so I think they thought I would buy it hook, line, and sinker because I don't uh, live there anymore. But I was which, like, I mean, what? I, I also understand, right? And, and not that at the core, I think your 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 friends are bad people. No, they're not. But um, I think it's like again, we just have some kind of visceral whatever it is about certain subjects, and larger groups know how to fucking tap into that right yeah. like the same way just think about this if you know maybe you're someone who's on the conservative side and you're like well yeah i'm 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 passionate about you know protecting children and all that, that that's great good yeah and just remember there's someone else who's just as passionate out there uh for social justice right yeah um and, and it's it's just wild how certain you know certain little those those wedge issues they can take and because exp- this is like there's a big jump between hey want to make sure kids are safe let's be honest we got the internet we yeah. have more ways these days for kids to be um uh, influenced uh, yeah just just involved in the wrong shit i get that aspect there's a big fucking jump between that and hey by the way we're letting kids dress up like uh you know Cats Ch- and chuck take, e cheese yeah. and uh take a shit in a box at, at a school. at a high school and, and meow for yes. for a bathroom break and unless you want your kids to to do that too you need to vote for this person yeah this person won't let that happen so if you're against that then you've got to be for this come on now. it's pretty wacky and i guess i felt um 
I, I, it's hard for me because like, I'm the only one in the group that only has one kid. Yeah. I have the oldest kid in the group mm. and all of the other kids of the, the people who are at dinner, uh, they all play sports. They're in scouts. They're all neurotypical kids. Neurotypical yeah. kids that do neurotypical things. So, you know, they're talking about soccer practice and Boy Scouts. That's and, not your thing. And I'm like, well, my kid wants to dress up as a furry. And, like, doesn't that suck? Because then you don't have a talking point against, uh, I, I guess you do against Boy Scouts. Like, aren't you afraid your kids will be molested by the Boy Scouts? See, I was a Girl Scout, so I'm like, I don't want to talk shit care. about the Boy Scouts. Listen, I, don't, I don't have a, a federal, problem with the Scouts a, at all. A federal judge just approved like a fucking $850 billion settlement payment this week because the Boy Scouts for 75 years were molesting little boys. Now, you could have easily, when they yeah. said, little Timmy's in scouting, you could have said that. But, but I didn't. No, because that's kind of rude, and you want to assume the best, and oh, is Timmy enjoying scouting? So I give you props for you then expressing something about what, what your kid's into, and they immediately come back with, like here's why that's wrong yeah no, here's I'm why this you. is weird i'm with you i was just i was really just trying to make conversation because i'm like well right this is what my kid's into he's almost 16 and he wants to dress up as a furry he oh. doesn't play sports he doesn't oh. you know mine plays baseball that's good. it was very awkward <laughs> and i just i'm just so sad oh, that they are shit. so easily manipulated into thinking shit like that is real what is that what's that like realizing that you hang out with a bunch of clowns I mean, what's, what's that like? It. Come They're on. They're not clowns. These but are my, no, be- no, but wait. Listen, if you believe, let me just really, let, let me IQ test it for you. If you believe with the same amount of gusto that like this chair exists. Yeah. That there is a school in Wisconsin that is today, today, right now, allowing children to show up in full costume, bark at teachers and shit in boxes. Come on, man. I know. that's It's ridiculous. Fuck, that's wild. It just made me sad. It made me very sad again that they would See? take that word as gospel and run with it. That's and- why I don't have friends. See? I'm telling you, keep that fucking circle quiet. Well, and that's what I told him. I'm like, I just kind of want to learn about yeah. this community before I allow feel- him to wade into the waters, which I'm comfortable with it now. I really am because I found the sex. And you're right. The sexual subsect of furries is what made the news. That's it what was- makes the headline. Because yeah. we all remember, right? When all of a sudden that became a thing, it somehow got out there and there was like, hey, there's these people that dress up like fucking Barney, a dinosaur, and then they like to, like to go have sex. And it's not weird that people want to dress up as other characters. other cre- That's not Listen, weird. Again, it's as I w- said, people dress up all the time to have sex people yeah that's fine what's weird is that we just didn't know that they dress up and like yeah flirt with each other dressed in full furry costume Mm -hmm. so that's where the news gets made but i just i was like well i just want to make sure that that's not all it is because if that's all being a furry is then no he cannot take part in that until he's 18 and then i don't give a shit what he does but it's not and a lot of and and when you say that in fact i i posted on a couple of these forums like hey you know, enlighten me. Tell me about this yeah. fandom. Help me because I want to understand what my kid is into. And I'm like, of course. And I specifically said my friends who have no knowledge of the community said that it's a sexual thing. Yeah. And they're all like, it can be. You can also not take part in that at all. Yeah. It's it's simple. I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> you can you can be a swinger and not go yeah. to swingers parties. Yeah. You, you just, you pick and choose. Yeah. And that's apparently the way the furry community works. And I'm yeah. fine with that. You want to dress up but and I mean, go you, out? But you really probably just wanted someone to, um, you wanted just some comfort. And unfortunately, you didn't get that, right? You kind of got a little bit of, I won't say attacked, but you got, you know, you got not the, oh, that's great, right? You, you, you got. 
And it wasn't so much concern for my kid as it was just like I read this They're article. They're feeding yeah. into their narrative. Oh, that sucks. It man. really, it was very awkward. I was like, I that don't, sucks. I don't know how to react here. <laughs> well, again, that's why I have no friends. <laughs> Okay, so we are rapidly coming to the end of watching Schitt's Creek, which if you want to watch it, by the way, it's coming off Netflix. Where's think, it going? It's going to Hulu? I think it's going to Hulu on October 1st. Somebody already bitched about it, though, on like the Schitt's Creek subreddit. They're like, Hulu bleeps the swears. Oh, do they really? Which sucks. But there's only like one or two swears. Well, there's only like one or two swears. Like, they drop a couple of F-bombs, but it's not like yeah. egregious. Like they drop them like once every three or four episodes. Um, but it's moving to Hulu. So now that we, we are, cause I know where we're at in the last season, we're close to being done with it. This is Pat's first time. Yeah, I've never it. watched a show. AJ for a long time has watched Shit's Creek. Um, of course I started, during the pandemic, I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the rest of the world caught up and they won all the awards during the, the pandemic Emmys. Remember that yeah, or the Oscars pandemic. or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but so it was a show I was aware of and, you know, it's just one of those that I didn't get around to. And AJ's like, hey, let's watch it front to back. So I said, OK. And I'm not going to lie. It took me a little bit, a little bit to get on board. But like once and I did, I, I told him to expect that. I said, yeah. it might, it, this isn't going to be like an, you're instantly in love. It does take like a whole season for you to really connect to it. Yeah, which I did. I mean, funny show. There's a lot of really uh, funny writing. Uh, it's uh, quick, sharp. I like it. So my question is now, um, who is, because I think we oh talked boy. about this on a oh, previous I'm terrible podcast. with fucking character names. Go ahead. Who is your favorite character on the show? My favorite character on the show? Um, Probably just because I didn't have... I would have loved to have him in my life. Johnny Rose. He is pretty great. Just um, the forever optimist. Um, You know, last night was a really touching episode. We were watching an episode. I I, I believe it's where they're planning the wedding for uh, Patrick and David. And David, of course, is trying to spend way too much money on the food, which is what Johnny Rose offered to pay for, right? And Johnny Rose kind of explained how he went from this place in life where everything was going to be paid for yeah. right david was one day going to have this huge wedding anywhere i think he said bali right yeah. he goes flying people in. he's like eventually it was it was first it was bali private jets and now here he is in this other you know and i guess i should set up what the whole show is about it's about rich people that lose everything and now they live a normal life um but, but they're not like Kardashian rich people. Like, yeah, they are. Well, they're they supposed are, to be Kardashian rich who then but, get thrown into like a normal town. I will say they're can- Canadian Kardashian. Yes, but because, still, they're supposed to be I know. the upper crust famous The reason I folks. say that is because I had to explain to my sister. She's like, I don't want to watch a show about rich people who lose everything. And I'm like, but, but they're not unlikable rich no, people. I, well, yeah, because they're characters. Well, okay, yeah. that's why. That's because they're fucking fake. And, and, and that's the reason why we do love them. You know, because they have yeah. those stretches of, of morality, uh, as in last night, seeing a father really just kind of lament that he cannot afford a small aspect of his son's big day. And previously, he was going to be able to do it all. And seeing that those kind of, you know, um, internal conflicts, I'm like, that's everyday shit. Yeah. That's shit that people deal with every single that's day. very real, yeah. Right? Oh, my God. I, I mean, how many people, right, parents, um, maybe pre and post- the crash in 08 went from we'll pay for your wedding to, oh, by the way, me and mom, have, um, uh, we have to work 10 more years. Exactly. And now we can't do it. So 
I love Johnny Rose just for the humanity because, like your sister said, she doesn't want to watch a bunch of Kardashians. Uh, it's kind of like The Simple Life. Remember that yes. when we took Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie and dropped them off in Nebraska? And yeah. It was like, oh, look at the rich people try to go to Walmart. Johnny Rose brings that humility and that humanity to the family yeah. where Moira's the big star and then the kids are products of that environment. But he's like the guy who comes from normal life and he he still injects that. And I love how he's just sometimes so awesomely aloof. Oh, it's cute. Yeah. To the world around him. So, yes, favorite favorite character by far, uh, Johnny Rose. OK, that's the one. So also because I knew a guy in a college named Johnny Rose. It's a great name. And he was on the spectrum. And he was a radio guy, and he that was his on-air name, Johnny Rose. And and he would do a radio show on the college station, and it was called Johnny Rose and the Super 70s Show. <laughs> he was younger than me, but he fucking yeah. loved the 70s. And and uh, so I think of Johnny Rose. I'm like, I used to think of Johnny Rose. Johnny Rose. Who is your least favorite character? Least favorite? Oh, that's tough, because they are all kind of likable. Um, Least favorite character. It has to be who contributes the least to scenes. <sighs> who is a small contributor to scenes that I could do without? That's a tough one. I don't think I have any that I don't like. I mean, there's been a few weak storylines. There's the dude who's the son of uh, Chris Elliott. Oh, Mutt. Mutt. Like, that one's a little weird. Every, and that's it, within the Shits Creek fandom. Everybody seems a bit confused by Mutt. I would say maybe Mutt just because it was a weird storyline that came in. Like, he and went he, away. he just disappeared. Like, he yeah. just, like, like they fucking, you know, what's uh, the... They wrote uh, him off. It's like the old Cunningham story on Happy Days. They, yeah. They sent him up the stairs and he just never came back. Yeah. And he's the son of two major characters he's, in the show. Yeah, he's the son of the mayor. So you feel like he would Creek. show back up. So I guess maybe just because of how weird the storyline was and then how they just kind of fucking wrote him off, uh, I'll say what. Okay, I like that. Handsome guy, though. He, he, better he, with the beard. He, I'll give him that. Much better with the beard. Beard yeah. works. He looks intimidating without the beard. I don't know. He scares me. Um, no, that's just really interesting. And I was yeah. curious who throughout the series you would really... Yeah click with and who you wouldn't and now that we're almost the done o- i wanted to ask the other thing i love too and i know this is kind of like you know the point of the show and stuff right is, is, is that we're trying to be very inclusive and i say this about a lot of the shows that we watch now i, I think specifically the dexter reboot yeah we, we all laughed about how the dexter reboot takes place in the smallest little rural town in upstate maine or new york but it's the most diverse yeah. little it's, it's a town of 200 with every fucking diversity in the yeah, world every religion every race, every disability every remember disability? we had people yeah. in chairs yeah. i mean it was like and, and i'm like okay i get the message but i, I love that you're I being think inclusive but this isn't reality I, I think we're pushing it and i i feel like the only part that i kind of always laugh at is this little town which i assume it's in canada right they, they never specifically say they're in canada no, but it's pretty clear i think this little itty bitty town seems to be um one of the most... Uh, it's a melting pot. It's, it seems to be with the sexuality. There's more like random guys and gals who hook up with folks of the same sex. And it seems to be... I'm like, I don't think there's a lot of rural Canadian towns that are that blasé about uh, um, some of the sexuality stuff. But I get that's the point of the show is that it's, you know... It's breaking stereotypes. Yeah, they're they're trying to write a show that shows characters on TV that they've never seen, yeah. but represent their family. So I get that. But I'm like, is there a small Canadian logging town 
with this kind of diversity of a, a couple gay guys and a night, you know, like I don't know if well, there is. And I think that's part of the problem with Shit's Creek as a location is that they never really specify where are you? Where well, no, not where are you, but how people make their livings there. Like you said, like they don't say it's a logging town. Like at least yeah. in in the Dexter reboot, they were pretty clear that this is like what the town. Yeah, the, the is, industry. This is and, the yeah. industry here. Um, this is just like a happy little town where no one seems to work, and we're all very accepting. Except accept- for Twilight. Yeah. All that's all she Only does one. is work. But but you know we're we're very accepting of everything, yeah. right? Nothing ruffles our feathers. That's the only part where I'm like, you know, I feel like if you moved into a small little rural town in Canada, and David showed up. I feel like the town may fucking look uh, the other way because it'll just freak them out, right? Yeah, They're I mean, not. It's it's different than New York City, but it's also you know get Canadian nice as a real thing, I guess. But Canadian, like I said, and I do, and I truly believe because I was I thought you were going to go with how diverse the show is because it is. If you think about it, it, for a small Canadian town, yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie is a woman of color. That's it, Ronnie. No, you got Ray too. Ray, yeah. Who else? Yeah, exactly. See, that's it. Okay, she tapped out too. All right, maybe that's not but, that different. But then think about the sexuality. You got David, who's uh, pansexual. The other guy, who's pansexual too. Who? Remember the guy that banged him and Stevie, and then he was banging everyone? Oh, yeah, the, the guy that makes shit out of wood. Yeah, that guy just bangs anything that moves. Yeah. And then you have Patrick, who ends up essentially coming, coming out, out of, of the, the closet. closet. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, that's a pretty high fucking percentage rate for a little small for a town. a little small town, it is. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, you guys are swinging for the fences. You know, this time around with Patrick, and I had a hard time, The first, this is the third time I've watched it all the way through. I'm having a hard time believing the Patrick and David storyline this time. How so? They just don't seem compatible really? to me. Yeah. I think they do. I mean, they're total opposites, and I'm that could absolutely That's attract. what works, yeah. But I just, the more I watch it, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But again, that yeah. could just be me watching it three times and seeing people differently each I was going to say, yeah, you've watched a show a couple times and you've kind of come to ebb and flow with certain characters. Oh, like I the first time I watched it, I did not care for Bob. I thought he was the most obnoxious, pointless character. Yeah. But this time, you love him. He is hilarious. Yeah. So, like the more I watch him, I'm like, God, he's funny. And that's the only thing I wonder about Shit's Creek, um, just because there is such kind of a storyline that flows between everything from front to back. I wonder how much I'll come back to it in reruns, right? Like, I can pop on The Office for an episode. I can pop on Seinfeld. I wonder. Yeah, you can't randomly watch. Yes, like episodes of Shit's Creek. If you're gonna watch it again, it's got to be. Front to back. Yeah, so I wonder if that won't hold me back from it kind of becoming more of a, like, you know, I can put on again. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, Reno 911. It doesn't matter. You just put one on, you laugh, well, it's a good e- time. each storyline in every episode is very individual, yeah. and a lot of them, they barely harken back to other episodes. Yeah. Like, there might be an inside joke here and there, especially in Seinfeld. I feel like in the later seasons, they definitely start going back to old episodes, grabbing old jokes and throwing them in mm-hmm. because you've been with the show for so long. Yeah. But most of them don't do that. That. So yeah, no, you you won't watch this like while you're eating dinner. Ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, you will at some point say, "Man, I want to watch Shit's Creek again," and you'll sit down and watch it front to back. Although I'll stand by what I told you the other day. Um, I feel like they gave them all the awards on the last season as a makeup for all the other seasons. 
Well, yeah, because it didn't catch on in the United States to way later. That's what I was going to say, because I remember the final season. It was the the pandemic award shows and all that when they won just fucking everything. And I said, I wonder if this last season is really the best or is it just, oh, you guys are going off the air. Uh, we're all re- realizing how great the show is. And he said that last night we're watching the last season and he goes, I don't feel like this is the best out of all of them. No. But I feel like they just were like, oh, yeah. shit, we should have given you all the awards in the first place. Yeah, it's kind of like when Susan Sarandon finally won the award. It was like, well, it's not really for this season. Yeah. But did, see, I got to check and see or if they won Susan any, Lucci. like, uh, Susan, Lucci? Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci. I got to look up and see. I don't know if they won anything in Canada before the Emmys, but it wasn't, it didn't come to American television yeah. at the same time it was on in Canada. So yeah, we were behind the eight ball on it, but they definitely sat on that show until it exploded to give it yeah. a bunch of awards, which it absolutely deserves. Yeah, I'll stand by what my buddy said about it. He goes, look, man, it's a, it's a funny show with a heart. And, um, it's, you know, it's refreshing. for, for, for kind of some of the other stuff we're talking about right earlier in the podcast, there's a lot of shit in our world and especially in our country that it makes you not want to be around someone makes you not feel good about, you know, life. And, um, this is a show that you walk away and you're like, you know what? You feel good. You feel pretty good. The Pat and AJ podcast network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now. At Pat and AJ. Pat and AJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.